life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your Chief Lounge Lizard, and your host for this episode of the show. Today we are going to be talking about and, in a way, celebrating League of Legends being recognized by the federal government as an actual sport. So, I have two athletes with me, <laughs> William and Neil. Uh, both, uh, I guess, I guess this guy, I guess this makes you athletes since, uh, the government says that, that you're a sport. So, <laughs> William, how's it feel to be a professional athlete? <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm quite in shape for it, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but so, well, William, you're the one who brought the uh, the story to our attention. So, so first off, why don't we tell people who don't play um, what uh, League of Legends is exactly? Um, it's a uh, it's like a superhero arena fighting game, basically, right? Yeah, you uh, there's like over a hundred different you know champions you can select, and you fight other players on what they call the fields of justice and everything like that. It's a big game. Is it um is it uh basically like um uh, I mean like do, do you get special abilities is it is it two D interface and and you kind of like run around and but cast fireballs and and stuff like that at each other Yeah, it's it's a top down three uh, D view and each character has their own unique set of skills that they use to you know push up in these in a set of lanes. It's usually lanes. You can do other game types, but to try to basically get to the enemy's base and destroy their nexus. Okay. Okay. Sounds cool. Uh, and and Neil, you play as well. Very lightly. I'm not. I I barely have the internet to do what I need to do. But whenever I get a chance, I try to play. Okay. All right. So so then the. I mean, I've seen that type of game before. I think there was another game. Um, with the lanes, with the way you describe the lanes, it, uh, it sounds like Warner Brothers was trying to do something like that with um. With um, the Lord of the Rings, they were trying to do a game uh, like that where you tried to push down. You had three lanes, and you had to sort of divide you up into defenders and attackers, and the idea was to get to the enemy's base. Um, how many people How many people uh, play uh, a full game? Is it, is it random, or is it always like 16 players, or how, how does that work? Um, there's a few different game modes. Usually you're looking at five people versus five people. But you can do smaller matches, like three people versus three, and things like that. Okay, okay. Now the the news was the the news. This is why we're doing the show today. That the news, which I I admit was kind of surprising, was that the uh, immigration, uh, which is you know an official U.S. Uh, um, United States government organization came out and said that uh, that League of Legends was a sport. And the reason that's important, I guess, for people is that I guess if you're applying to come to the United States, then um, you could, uh, I guess, get a visa <laughs> to come here and, you know, hang out for six months and you can cite you're a League of Legends player as a reason to to do so. Um, so you you're the one that found that, Billy. Would, were you were you surprised when you saw that story? Um, it caught me off guard, definitely. But um, I, 
I, I think it's a good thing. It makes sense because there was a lot of problems with, you know, players from like Canada and Korea and places like that that were trying to come to America to compete in tournaments and they couldn't obtain work visas because League of Legends wasn't registered as work or a sport. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Um, Neil, when you when you played, um, as you played, you know, a little bit less than Billy did. Uh, ha- did you run into? Because uh, I'm what I'm trying to get at is, uh, you know, as a more casual player of the genre, did you run into the thing where you were kind of like the new guy and everybody else was like a big time professional? I uh, I ended up running into the uh, okay, I'm new at this game. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I mean, a lot of people, I mean, they were running around doing what they needed to do. I'm sitting there going, I'm going to go kill things, I think. <laughs> so it, 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 it was rough to start out, to say the least. Okay. All right. Well, I, I was just wondering, you know, what, what level of, uh, you know, professionals we're talking about here. So, Billy, would you, you, you probably play the most so would you would you consider yourself a, a pro at the game i mean are you able to would you be able to go to a tournament if you had to or if you wanted to <laughs> yes i've done really good at the game and i think if i i had a solid you know team of another four people with me we could probably go to tournaments but it's getting together a lot of like five good players that can consistently play the game that's the problem Okay, so it's one of those games where teamwork is important. So I guess, like, even if you were a really great player and you knew all the special moves, oh, it's very and stuff, important. The whole entire game hinges. Okay, okay. So that that makes it that makes it to me that makes it kind of seem like uh, that makes it seem more of a sport then, uh, and especially if guys are having trouble getting to this country to 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 participate in those tournaments. Because I, I assume, you know, it's interesting because if everybody's uh, if you have a team, you know, you're getting together with a team, I assume you're playing, and then, you know, you meet up with somebody, and you're like, hey, that guy's really good, you know, you start chatting, and you guys, you know, maybe you want to be on my team or whatever, and you guys form a team, you, you know, that the, the guy, the other guy, one guy on your team could be from Vietnam, one guy could be from Canada, you know, you don't really know where the other people are, and then you form this team, and, and so I guess this just makes it easier for the team to, to be able to get together. Yeah, essentially, a lot of times what they do is they hold tournaments in individual countries first. So, like, for example, one of the big teams in America is called Team Solo Mid, and most of their guys are going to come from America, but sometimes they do sub in other team members from other countries. Neil, when you were were playing the game, were you – did you – did it have sort of an international flavor? I mean, you were the guy who was like, "Can you help me <laughs> learn how to play the game?" Um, the people that you did talk to, did they did they seem to be local, or was it um, was it uh, people from all over? Um, what I had during my first couple matches was five on five, three people never even talked to me, uh, and the other one who helped me out was actually from Canada. Oh, okay. 
Well, that's cool. So a little bit, a little bit of international flavor. Um, so I guess, I guess that sort of makes League of Legends unique. You know, the way you guys describe it, it does sound, it does sound like. I mean, it's funny that the government is like saying that, okay, superheroes, you guys are now a, um, you guys are now a, a valid sport. But it sounds like, um, it sounds like that was more of a practical thing than declaring it a sport just because it's cool. But it sounds like it's more. They're declaring it a sport because, you know, it makes it easier for these teams to be able to come in and, and get these visas so that they can participate in the, uh, in the tournaments. Are the, are the big tournaments, Billy? Are the, the, you know, the, the ones that are, um, the, it's, is it an American developer, by the way? Yeah, it's made by, by Riot Games. They're based out of California and, the big tournament, like, you know, the in, the finals and everything like that, is usually held in the Staples Center in, L- in L.A. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So it makes it a little easier for people to get here. I almost wonder if the developer, you know, petitioned to have that done because so that people could get, get here a little quicker. So, Mind if I cut in and make a Todd-like statement? Sure. You know, I, this may just be me, but I really think this is actually kind of a slippery slope that we start out with making this game a sport. Next thing you know, you're going to end up with uh, Call of Duty being an account for marksmanship. Uh, it's just, I, I don't, I, I mean, I think as cool as I think it is, I mean, I'm sitting there, I still question it just a little bit. It just doesn't make sense to me. Just the logistics just aren't there. Uh, Especially because that actually opens up the thing for, you know, visa abuse and it just, you know, every other game is going to be trying to hold these giant tournaments and it's, it's just, it's opening up a whole new can of worms. Well, there are other games. My, my next question was going to be, you know, there are other games that, that have, that have tournaments. Uh, you know, like you mentioned Call of Duty. I mean, Call of Duty has a lot of tournaments. You know, Activision runs them and, uh, the teams do come from all over. Um, so I guess my question was going to be, what did you guys think? Would it, would it be fair then to, um, to have other games also declared as as sports then based on the same criteria. I mean, William, is there anything fundamentally different about League of Legends and the tournaments for League of Legends uh, as opposed to, say, like a Call of Duty tournament or, or any other type of multiplayer tournament where there's prize money and professional teams and things like that? I mean, looking at it as if, like, it's all – it is all people, you know, coming together to play a game, it's the same thing. But I will say that League of Legends is a bit different in how large it is because it has it has the biggest player base in the world right now. It passed WoW I think last year for highest amount of subscribers and daily player players. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, I think uh, oh, what is it? League of Legends has 32 million people playing it monthly. Oh no way! And you were telling me before the show started because I'm I'm the only I'm I'm the stupid host of the show. So I don't know what's going on. But uh, you were telling me before it started that it's it's actually free to play. And you were saying, Billy, that um, not only is it free to play, but it's actually really free to play. It's not one of those games where it's free to play, but you can't go above level ten and all that stuff. It, it seems like you can actually play it without spending money. Yeah, the only thing that's restricted to, you know, real real world money purchases is like extra skins for your characters. But even like there are things you have to purchase in the game called runes that give you slight bonuses to your characters. They can't be bought with real world money. They can only be bought with in-game money. 
Okay, okay. Well, that's cool. That sounds like a really neat thing that Riot Games has done. I'm surprised, uh, I mean, with that big of a player base, I'm, su- I'm surprised they're not more uh, popular here in in the U.S. with, um, you know, we don't hear a lot about them. That's, that's the thing that's interesting. I guess... I guess they're sort of have the, that global focus. I mean, you know, they, you hear a lot from companies like Activision that are running Call of Duty, and yeah, it just it seems to me like you would think that Riot Games, I don't know, would have like a larger presence. Uh, but I guess, you know, I mean, we didn't see them like at E3, for example. I mean, maybe they don't really <laughs> need to do that much if they've got 32 million players. And I'm assuming that at least some small fraction of them spend money on the extra skins and stuff like that. So they're, they're probably doing okay in terms of financials. So Neil, when you played, did you have any trouble finding a match or was it pretty much instantaneous? That only took about three or four minutes and I was in a match. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, but you waited three or four minutes to put the match together basically, or, or you were in your, you were in a waiting room. I mean, with 30 million players, I would think it would yeah. be pretty instantaneous. Well, mostly, I mean, it was what it was. I mean, I, I may be a little bit – it might have been shorter than three or four minutes. But mostly it was, you know, okay, you're here. We're finding players about your level. You know, it's not too far ahead of you. And, oh, okay. And then after it found us, it's okay, you know, make sure everyone's on a similar connection and go. Okay, so for you, they had to find someone who was on a really slow connection at really low level. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it was the 56k uh, tournament. <laughs> the, the tournament of um, snails. <laughs> and uh, Billy, so did, do you have do you have trouble finding a match? You, you you play a lot more. I assume I assume you're probably a higher level and with a stronger connection, you you find your matches pretty quick. Yeah, it's usually not a problem. Because um, I mean the level the level camps out at 30. So I mean once you get up to that, you're basically just you know you're paired up with level 30s pretty much. And most people who have played at that point are there to play the game. They're not kind of just messing around. Right. Okay. Well, sounds cool. All right. Well. Well, I wanted to thank Billy and Neil for uh, coming by the lounge today. Uh, this was really exciting news. I mean, it, you know, we were we're excited that games are getting recognition as uh, sports, but I can also see where in this particular case it was a practical matter. I mean, you know, 30 million players, uh, a lot of them trying to get here to to run the tournament and. Um, and so it makes sense that the government would would uh, make some sort of exception at least so they can get a visa. I mean, Neil, you brought up a good point that you know we have to be careful that there's not visa abuse. I mean, you know, there's not terrorists coming into the country. Oh, I'm a League of Legends player. That that's why I'm here. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they should have some sort of a, a thing if you apply for a visa and you say you're a League of Legends player, then you have to like play. <laughs> prove that you're that you can take over the lane or something. That would be well, kind of what I think. What I think I worry about the most is when they start handing out marksmanship uh, awards for Call of Duty. Because if someone says I learned how to shoot in Call of Duty, I'm putting on my army helmet and I am hiding. <laughs> well, we'll be careful, Neil. Neil always with the uh, with the uh, military opinion, um, which we always we're always thankful. And Neil, I know we've said this before, but thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank you. I was just a finance guy, but regardless. Ah, yeah, but you were a finance guy. You got to keep the troops paid. That's important. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, you can join us. Uh, let us know what everyone thinks. Uh, if you're a League of Legends fan, you can hit us up and let us know um, what it is. I'm actually gonna. Maybe I'm gonna join you guys soon. Uh, I'm gonna 
I'm going to get on there and I'm going to play. So, so Neil, maybe I'll see you in some of the low-level matches uh, coming up. Uh, and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, we are at ginlounge at gameindustry.com. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Google+. All you got to do is go to gameindustry.com and click on any of the buttons, and you can get there. Uh, and uh, I think that is uh, the best way to do it. Uh, until next time, guys, um, I hope to see you on League of Legends. Uh, I'll put together, I'll find a character. Maybe I'll even buy a, a fancy cape or something so that you'll know that you can shoot at me. <laughs> all right, well, I will see you all next time right here at the Gin Lounge. Until then, have fun playing League of Legends and being an actual athlete. Uh, the Olympics. The Olympics is next, man. Watch out. Watch out.